Hi everyone, this is Dr. Tracy Jones. Welcome to Throwback Thursday. This is part two of a five-part series of a speech my father gave on leadership. And in it, he drills down into decision-making, how you're never a failure until you blame somebody else. And he even shares about the time Gloria called him in a state of panic, telling him that little baby Tracy has the rerun rash. I think you're gonna love this section. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. I never made a right decision in my life, but nobody ever found out. <laughs> I'm not telling you. And I'll tell you something else. Nobody ever failed at anything till you blame somebody else. Nobody ever failed at anything till you blame somebody else. You know why a lot of people think the failures? They blame the pastor. They blame their grandmother. They blame the government. They blame, and then everybody hears him blaming everybody. They think... You must be a flop. And then when you hear they think you're a flop, you think, well, maybe I'm a flop. I decided years ago, I'll die before I ever blame anybody if anything. Preacher, I'd like to blame you. I'd like to let these people know you, John. You are the no good, low-down, thumb-sucking bonehead who's ruined my life. But I'm not blaming you. You know why I'm not blaming you, John? Because if I blamed you, they would still blame me for having such lousy judgment to trust a bonehead like you in oh. the first place. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're laughing. Because remember this, friend, the next time you ever blame anybody for anything, you just, uh, made, you just made yourself look a little smaller than you already are. Now, I never knew anybody could afford to look any smaller than you already are. Make a decision. Don't make them right. Make them in by God's grace. Make them right if it takes your life. Don't get started right. Get started getting started. When you make it, then make it yours. Make it yours. But this isn't the age of make it yours, is it? No, this is the age of what? Let's sleep on it. Let's go ahead and not do it. Let's talk it over. Talk it over. Famous last words. You say, well, don't you believe in talking things over somebody? I believe in talking everything over somebody who's done what I want to do or paid the price I want to pay, but I do not believe in talking anything over with anybody who hasn't done what I want to do or paid the price I want to pay. I find most people are talking things over somebody who's going to talk them out of it rather than into it. You know why I want to talk it over with you, doctor? I want to tell you why I don't talk it over because as soon as it goes wrong, I'm coming to you. You talk me into it, you thumb sucker, you. And had you been smart enough... Not to let me talk you into talking me into it. Had you been smart enough to let me talk me into it, I'd die before I met I'm wrong, wouldn't I? You know what's wrong with everybody? Everybody talks everybody into something. I remember back in the early days when I was in management. I used to love to recruit, just like when you, you love to win people for Christ. If you're for real, if you've got something that's real, you want to share it. You know what I mean? I'd do it like Curtis and these other preachers, but in your own way. You wanted to you have a heart towards it. I used to love to bring people into our business. I'd be telling them here in our business how things are wonderful. And how all we do around here is have fun and laugh our way to the bank. <laughs> and I'd see his eyes light up. I'd see he was ready to pop the question. I'd say, what do you think of this? He says, sounds wonderful. I'd say, here, sign your contract right here. He says, wait. What do you mean, wait? He said, I want to talk it over with my wife. <laughs> your wife? You know why God didn't make your wife a man? Because you don't need another husband. <laughs> And you know, listen, ladies, you know why the women run the mission field? Do you know why women are stronger today than men? And they are. You know you're lying about it. Do you know why the women are really having to run the church and do everything? I'll tell you why. Because Papa won't pop. That's why. You say, well, 
Don't you believe in talking this over with your wife? I believe in talking everything over with my wife after I've decided what we're going to do. Now, don't you let any word of this get back to my house. <laughs> now, I know how you women are thinking. Sometime a woman will come up to me to me and she'll say, I'm going home, and I'm talking to my husband. If he feels the way you feel, he's in trouble. He's in trouble already. That's right. And some of these women sit back and say, I bet you he ain't getting along with his wife. Don't you kid yourself. I love my wife today more than the day when I married her. That's easy. I didn't love her when I married her. <laughs> Learned to love her later. But let me tell you this. I love my wife today more than the day when I fell in love with her when I knew what love was. But just because my wife is the best homemaker that ever lived, just because she's the sweetest, dearest baby maker that ever was, that don't mean she's an authority in everything. I am an authority in a few things, too. Now, suppose tomorrow morning, I'm in the office. The phone rings. I pick up the phone, and the other end says, ah! I said, what's wrong, honey? What's wrong? She says, oh, dear Charles, little baby Tracy, little baby Tracy has a rear-end rash. A rear-end rash? What do I know about a rear-end rash? My wife's an authority on rear-end rashes. My wife doesn't have to consult me about rear-end rashes. My wife has the authority to make all rear-end rash decisions. <laughs> now, let's suppose tomorrow morning I've got a problem. And if I don't have a problem, I'll create a problem. Now, now, am I, am I to go to my wife? Am I to go to my wife and say, honey, oh, honey, you got to help me with these decisions. They're too much for my poor little shoulders. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When I get to be 65, I may be the biggest flop this world has ever known. But I'm going to get all the credit. <laughs> Can't you see the average man at 65 rocking back and forth in the rocking chair with his little sweetie pie? And he looks over to her and he says, you know, sugar, I'd have been a great success except for your lousy decision. <laughs> and what if your wife helps you make a decision when you're not getting along so good, huh? You say, we always get along good. Don't give me that jazz. <laughs> I remember the old days when I would look her in the eye and say, Honey, I love you more than words can tell. But I'll get even with you if it's the best thing I ever do. Did you ever hear of psychological warfare? The communists didn't invent it. My wife did. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, friends. When you make it, is it make it yours? You say, Brother Jones, I believe my wife and I are doing everything together. You'll get over that someday, sir. Dear God, no woman grows for a man, no woman grows for a woman, no parent grows for a child. There's some things, friend, you're going to have to do alone, and one of them you can, you need to talk with each other, you need to pray for each other, you need to believe in each other, but get it through your head. When you make a decision, if you're going to grow, in the final analysis, it's got to be your decision. When you grow, you grow alone. Have you ever seen a monument in a park dedicated to a committee? No. <clears throat> Make a decision, make it yours, love each other, believe in each other. But a man who loves a woman, he better let her make some of her decisions. And if a woman loves a man, she better let him make some of his. And if a parent is training a child, you better let them make some of theirs. Or you're going to find when they go off even to Bible school, they'll fall apart at the seams because they never made a decision. Make a decision, make it your decision, and die by it. <laughs> Is it the age of die by it? No. You know it. What is it? This is the age of the quitter. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. 
You say, Charlie, Charlie Jones, how dare you joke about quitting? Don't you, don't, you, don't you realize how mean you are? Didn't you ever want to quit? Did I ever want to quit? Listen, pal, if your life was as lousy as mine, you would have quit. <laughs> I don't know. I used to want to quit in the morning. I want to quit at noon. I want to quit at night. I used to be driving home after another exciting day of misery. <laughs> and I'd be thinking, there's the reason I ought to quit. There's another reason I ought to quit. Here's a reason I never even thought of before. And you know what would happen? The more I would want to quit, the more I would want to quit. The more I would want to quit, the more I was afraid I was going to quit. And I didn't want to quit. I just wanted to want to quit. But nobody ever explained that to me. I thought wanting to quit was a labor pain to proceed having to quit. Wrong! If you're undergrowing your marriage, if you're undergrowing Christ, if you're undergrowing your work, if you're undergrowing intellectually, if you're undergrowing physically, it's a great thing to be learning when you stretch your capacity, the most natural thing in the world, when you're stretching your capacity, you want to quit. But you got to be learning just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit. They're separate. And one day I saw it, just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit. And when I saw, just because you want to quit, you don't have to quit, I decided that day I'll never quit, and since that day I decided I'll never quit, I've been able to enjoy wanting to quit because I know I'm not going to quit. <laughs> Wasn't that tremendous? Leadership is all about decision making. Make it, make it yours, and die by it. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button. Do us the honor of a review wherever you listen to podcasts, and also go onto our website at tremendousleadership.com where you can download this speech in its entirety of my father's classic vintage wisdom on leadership. Thanks so much for being a part of our tremendous tribe. Have a tremendous day. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.